0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller playing it solo today. Kamel King is out on assignment. As we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state letting you know about events that make Mississippi great. Today we'll start our road trip in Jackson for the Mississippi Science Fest. Next we'll head to the 37th annual Ferris Street Heritage Festival. And there are so many good things happening this weekend that we're going to give you a roundup of top options for entertainment. We'll end our trip with musician Libby Ray Watson as she talks about her unique brand of blues. So hold on tight because we're going for a ride. This is Next Stop Mississippi. We'll be right back after the news.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
1: Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller here today. Uh, Happy to be on air uh, running the studio solo today. I do have Michelle through the window, but Kamel King is on assignment. So uh, coming to you uh, by my lonesome today, but I do have some great guests lined up for you. Uh, We'll start our day off with Mary Alex Thigpen talking about this weekend's Mississippi Science Festival. But as always, if you've got things happening in your community, we want to hear about it. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. And we'll be happy to help you kind of plan your weekend. So if you want recommendations, you need suggestions, just give us a call. So uh, I have to say before we jump into our interview with Mary Alex that I had a really fun night last night with friends. We uh, got together at the Cedars, which is a, a wonderful art space, community space in the Fondren neighborhood for their annual Symphony at Sunset. And it was just a beautiful night, Uh wonderful, uh, wonderful crowd. Uh, it was a little warm, but it wasn't, you know, we weren't melting. It, it was, it was fine. Um, had some great food, some great fellowship, and just also heard an incredible collection (laughs) Yeah. Of music from the Mississippi Symphony, and I have to say, we got a little sort of sneak peek of uh, of this fall's um, uh, symphony. Um, they're showcasing uh, Scott Joplin's work as part of their bicentennial project this year. So, just have to encourage everyone to um, go out and uh, and explore that, and, and hopefully uh, get to experience a performance yourself this year. So, a great night, a uh, con- uh, really special night, because this year's Symphony at Sunset was honoring uh of course the honorable and uh wonderful um governor William Winter and his wife Elise and uh, such a special special night to celebrate them they're kind of our our you know endearing or just wonderful Fondren residents and and they were there so it was just a great night to to celebrate and and to be in Fondren so um encourage folks to get out and check that out next year it's an annual event and uh certainly um you know want to uh get involved with the symphony as well. So uh, without further ado, I do want to welcome my first guest. Uh, we've got um, Mary Alex Thigpen with us. She is the Director of Marketing with the Mississippi Children's Museum. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm so glad to have you in studio today because you are going to be really busy this weekend.
2: <laughs> I, I am, yes. I'm, but it's a good a good busy. We're excited about it.
1: So Mississippi Children's Festival, it, it kicks off today, uh, goes throughout tomorrow. Tell
2: us a little bit about the background of this ambitious project. Yeah, well, it's actually the Mississippi Science Festival, but the Mississippi Children's Museum, the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science, the Agriculture and Forestry Museum, and the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame are all collectively hosting this day, the Mississippi Science Fest, tomorrow, September 23rd, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it's really an event for us to not only showcase STEM careers and workforce opportunities in Mississippi, but also to advocate for and promote STEM education in our state. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about STEM. I, I hear that word a lot. So yeah. tell us more, or what does that mean? So STEM is an acronym for science, technology, engineering and mathematics. You'll often hear people also talk about STEAM, which the A is um, stands for arts and arts integration into those um, educational arenas as well. And so, you know, um, the Mississippi Children's Museum applied um, for a grant specifically to do a science festival this year, and we were awarded that grant. But uh, we know that you know a lot of um, our children aren't prepared in STEM areas, and research tells us that STEM jobs in Mississippi are gonna grow um, almost 18% over the next five years. So we really need a workforce that's ready to fill these roles. Um, But we also want children to see that they don't, if they are interested in science, technology, engineering, or math, they don't have to move to Silicon Valley to find a job that piques their interest. they can stay in Mississippi and, and find something that's just as engaging and fun.
1: Well, this is really a, an incredible uh, opportunity. So later in the show today, we're going to talk about a panel discussion next week at Millsaps on Brain Drain in Mississippi. It's yes. hosted by our team at Mississippi Today. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the research really shows that this STEM education early on really makes a difference when we're talking about retaining talent in the state yes. and, and at home.
2: Yeah, and that's something that we want to be able to promote throughout our LaFleur's Museum District. These four museums is engaging children in STEM activities early on. Coding, you can start, you know, at the Children's Museum level with coding, we'd start more with sequencing activities. Um, but we also have all these exhibitors who are coming today and tomorrow to these four museums to showcase the work that they do. C Spire is Our sponsor, and they um, have brought a couple of their humanoid robots that they have. And so children are getting to meet actual robots and interact with them. Um, UMMC UMMC Telehealth Department is showcasing the incredible work that they're doing with um, distance uh, health care throughout our state. So I think it's a great opportunity for not just children, but really families and people of all ages in Mississippi to see what incredible work people are doing in the STEM arena. Well, and it's, uh, you know, I think like when you think about
1: science and math, maybe sometimes they get a bad name. You know, they don't sound like fun. Yes,
2: yes. That's a great point, and that's something that we really want to prioritize is that this is fun. You know, all of these areas that you know, we may have thought of as just doing calculations on a chalkboard, that's not what STEM is anymore. It is engaging, and it is something that's exciting and new and fun.
1: Well, uh, and my big focus of this weekend is hands-on learning so a lot of the activities you guys have laid out, again, across these four museums, the Lafleur Museums District, so uh, a collective of of great museums here in Jackson um, are really just about getting your your hands dirty.
2: Yes, that's something that, you know, more research that we've done has told us that children who go to these science festivals across the country and interact are exponentially more likely to pursue or become interested in those areas um, after that experience. So we really value that hands-on opportunity um, children to really get to learn through trial and error, making mistakes, you know, getting to play and, right. and you know, have a really positive experience of that sort of work. Um, so that's something that we really value at all four museums, making sure that we're uh, making available on Saturday. So are there particular activities you're excited about? Well, I'm really excited about um, tonight, Fred Hayes, who's an Apollo 13 astronaut, is um, coming to the Sparkman Auditorium at the Ag Museum, and he's going to be our keynote speaker. And that's going to be free and open to the public, which is really special um, that we want everybody to come. We already have a lot of school kids who have called and said we're bringing our whole class. Um, So he's really excited to have a lot of students in the audience. And we feel like that's a really incredible opportunity to be able to provide to not just Jackson but the state and to provide to children, um, you know, to get to meet a true, Um, astronaut, a true legend in in the world of science. And now, isn't Fred Hayes from Mississippi? He's a Biloxi native. Yes. Which is even, you know, even
1: better. There you go, that connection. Someone just like me from a town just like mine. Right. um, Literally. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. An astronaut, right? Uh, Very exciting. So uh,
2: that is still open to the public. There's a space available. You want to encourage folks to come out. People want to come, you know, around five. It's first come, first serve. So we're opening the doors at 530 and the um, Um, The keynote will begin at six. And, you know, you made a point that I think is really important, too, especially for children in Mississippi, is that we want people to we want children to come to this event and see people that look like them and be able to relate that, you know, this person looks like me or this person lives in my neighborhood. And look at this amazing work that they get to do every day.
1: Absolutely. Well, and uh, you guys are making it really easy for folks to come out and really spend the day, enjoy the day. Uh, I, I believe you have a
2: trolley system in place. Yeah, we have actually two trolleys. We have one trolley and we have something called the Big Red Wagon, which mm. is basically a larger than life radio flyer wagon that um, is really cute. And it's they're both free. And so you can park at the LaFleur's um park, or you can park at Smith Wills over by the Ag and Sports Hall of Fame, and then you can ride the trolley across Lakeland so that you can visit all four museums without having to move your car.
1: That's great. Now, these museums are geographically
2: really close to one another, but walking might not be the best option. Yeah, you can easily walk between the Children's Museum and Science. You can also easily walk between Ag and the Sports Hall of Fame, but we want people to stay safe, and so we are wanted to provide... That transportation, but also another fun sort of experience going in between. Well, and and the campuses of all
1: of these spaces are just wonderful places to spend time. So, outside of the, you know, just plethora of activities happening, uh, you know, you can just kind of explore what's there year round. So, I know that people can bring a picnic lunch if they like, but you'll have food trucks on site. Yes, we're going
2: to have lots of food trucks at each museum. Um, And then also a number of our museums serve food as well. So, there will be no shortage of treats or lunch opportunities um, at any four of the museums. Now, yesterday I was listening
1: to Creature Comforts, and they did mention um, elephant toothpaste (laughs) as part of um, the activities tomorrow at the Mississippi Children's Museum, Uh but they didn't say
2: anything else about it. So can you tell us, can you give us a little sneak about what that, you know, that's a mystery to me as well, and I'll be excited (laughs) to see what that looks like. But our education and programs team has really done an incredible job coming up with Really engaging and interactive, silly, fun, um, but also learning opportunities throughout the whole day. Well, that's exciting. Well, Mary Alex, thank you for being yes. in studio. I know thank you for uh, having me. you've got a busy day ahead, but please tell people um, where they can go online to learn more. Mm-hmm. You can go to org to learn more, and you can also purchase tickets to the festival until noon today on Visit Jackson's website. Um, and then when you arrive at uh, the Science Festival, Saturday, you can purchase tickets at any of the four museums. Well, that's great. We really appreciate that. And that gets you into all four museums
1: and the full weekend of activities. So we want to make sure uh, people come out and enjoy this great weekend, all about STEM learning, uh, in our own backyard. Yes, so that's right. uh, again, Marie Alex, thank you uh, for being in studio. It's time for us to take a quick break, but don't forget to call us and tell us about events happening in your community. That number is one eight seven seven. MPB Ring. And when we get back from the break, we're going to talk to the great Lee King about the 37th annual Ferris Street Heritage Festival. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller here. And if you're just joining us before the break, we spoke with Mary Alex Thigpen uh, about the Mississippi Science Fest this weekend. And uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. It's happening across uh, the Lafleur's Museum District, which is the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame Museum, the Mississippi Ag and Forestry Museum, Mississippi Children's Museum, and the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science all here in uh, the capital city of Jackson. So, um, sounds like a great weekend. And we got so excited talking about uh, all of the events happening throughout Mississippi Science Fest that we forgot to, uh, offer a little trivia question for this wonderful giveaway that we have in studio. It includes like a t-shirt and a cup and um, four tickets to the Science Fest. So uh, I I am going to put it out there. So here's a little bit of trivia for you. And uh, uh, we'll we'll be taking calls for the right answer to this question. So um, the movie Apollo 13 uh, features uh, the great Mississippi-born astronaut Fred Hayes. So who is the actor that plays Fred Hayes in Apollo 13? So give us a call. That number is 877-MPB-RING if you know the answer to our trivia question. So without further ado, let me bring on to the line uh, the great Mr. Lee King. He's here to tell us about the 37th Annual Fair Street Heritage Festival. Welcome, Mr. King. Well, good
3: morning. Good morning. How are you this morning?
1: I am lovely. It's a beautiful Friday and so excited to hear about this weekend's celebration on historic Ferris Street.
3: Oh, we are excited to bring it forward uh, as well. It's the 37th annual Ferris Street Festival, and uh, it, it will prove to be once again on another year a celebration of Ferris Street and the heritage that Ferris Street uh, has found all over these uh, 37 years.
1: Wow, 37 years—that's quite a legacy. Now, uh, Mr. King, for our listeners who are who don't know much about Fair Street, can you kind of tell us of the background of this wonderful neighborhood?
3: Well, Fair Street, uh, the Fair Street uh, Heritage District, uh, the prominent uh, place for African Americans, entertainers, and business persons. Uh, Ferris Street was just world famous for uplifting uh, the entertainment and and entrepreneurs like uh, banks and and hairstyling and that sort of thing. So uh, the purpose of the Ferris Street Festival uh, is to to encourage the public about interest and to educate uh, the public about uh, Ferris Street and to promote the understanding of the cultural heritage Uh, of Mississippi African-Americans who built uh, Ferris Street. Uh, It's also to help promote tourism and economic development in that district. Uh, 37 years of Ferris Street uh, Festival is the second oldest festival in the state of Mississippi. So we've been around a long time. We want to empower African-Americans or artists. For an example, when we are there with the festival, we have artists who come out to Ferris Street and exhibit their wares and for us to learn about new cultural that uh, African-Americans produce. So it is a festival of not only of entertainment and fun, it's a festival of heritage as well.
1: Well, I, I just love that you're continuing that um, tradition of not only entertainment and artistry, but also entrepreneurship and really um uh, Making sure that people understand that this was a a business community as well.
3: No question about it. Uh, it, it, If people would really explore Fair Street and find out more about it, they would find out about a truly rich heritage that is awesome. I mean, people like uh, Cab Calloway, Duke Ellington, uh, Big Mext, or Louis Armstrong, all of these folks came uh, to Fair Street and, and, and entertained as well as some of them lived in that area while they were here, the various hotels and, and uh, uh, rooming uh, houses that were in that area and in that district. Rich, rich, rich heritage that is unbelievable. You know, when I first came to Jackson, Mississippi, I didn't know a whole lot about a, a Ferris Street, uh, being from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. here, And I started to learn the heritage and the tradition and the history of Ferris Street I was staggered. So that's why I have been with the Ferris Street Heritage Festival as executive producer for more than 25 years.
1: What What have you seen take place over those 25 years? Um, how has the festival uh, changed or, or what does it mean to the community?
3: Well, it means a lot to the community because it gives the local, regional and national artists a chance to uh, come in and, 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 and perform. Uh, Once again, especially those uh, who are up and coming artists that uh, we put on our shows. Uh, One other thing that it does as well, uh, some economic benefits uh, that keep while we are doing the Ferris Street Festival. We have folks who come in from other areas and they stay in our hotel. They they go to our restaurant and and. You even get those who are in town locally and regionally going to beauty shops. So economically, it makes a difference, and it empowers various businesses. Uh, within the uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and the state of Mississippi area.
1: Now, Mr. King, you've been working in the music industry for quite some time, working one-on-one with artists like James Brown. I mean, he just can't talk to you without mentioning that. Uh, so from your seat, you know, from your experience, w- tell us how you feel about about the state of, of music in Mississippi today, about these up-and-coming artists. What are you seeing?
3: Well, quite, quite frankly and honestly, uh, I don't think it's... It, it, um Oh, what's the word for it? I don't think that it's sponsored enough. I don't think that we put enough money. Uh, Mississippi is a mecca for and rich in talent of of artists. For an example, Mississippi per capita has more Grammy Award winners than anywhere in the United States of America. So we don't have enough fusion of money to uplift this culture of music and the and the young artists who are struggling. Uh, Mississippi have a. a, a record companies and record labels like Malaco Records who have uh, had award-winning nominations and Grammy winners. Uh, So I think that what we need is uh, folks to put more emphasis on us, make this the best festival it possibly can be. Each year it is a struggle to find funding to put on these events, and it is a very hard struggle. Uh, uh, every year, and um, you know, if we really would put the kind of money into the Fair Street Festival, we would have people coming from every state in the United States of America, just be a part of the Fair Street
1: Festival. Well, we really do use our our arts, our culture, our music as our calling card. So, I think investing in our in our creative economy and our creative citizens is is very important. And a, a good point that you make. And, and speaking of creative citizens, let's talk about this lineup that you've got uh, uh, for us this year.
3: Yes, yeah, sure. Um, uh, the lineup this year uh, is composed of Miss Jody, who is a Mississippian but now who lives in Memphis, Tennessee, who is a national artist, and she's no longer just a local and regional artist. Uh, Big Rob is a entertainer that's found uh, 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 was an outshoot of a guy that was a heck of an entertainer by the name of Roger and Zapp. Mm-hmm. Nikita is out of uh, Vicksburg, Mississippi, who. Uh, Is on the national scene now with strong music, and uh, we're supporting her music because she's one of the up-and-coming artists. Karma is another artist, hip-hop R&B, that's out of Memphis, Tennessee, uh, that will be on the show to be really able to give the young folks something to look at as they look at some edition of the R&B and the blues. We have something that will also fit the teenagers. Greg Gibbons is another, uh, who is R&B. John Haley is a a blues guy. And we have Bridget Archer, who used to be the choreographer for my television show, Black Gold. She has a dance group by the name of Montage. Uh, They are going to be dancing. So it's going to be a huge party uh, with all different genres of artists uh, just to take care of the richness of the heritage of Fair Street Festival.
1: Well, and and this uh, the party begins after uh, JSU's home game against the Golden Lions of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Do you do you always tie into that home game?
3: Uh, we do. Well, uh, WC Gordon Classic. We we are always uh, slated to do the Fair Street Festival, uh, the first game, the first home game of uh, Jackson State University. Uh, we are uh, in conjunction with the JSU Tiger Fund. Who help stimulate and bring monies uh, to Jackson State Athletic Department, mainly in football. So we will start. Well, I, I take that at gates open at six o'clock. Okay. But we will be going up till about twelve midnight. So all of those folks who go to the game, if they bring their ticket stub, they will get a discount on the entrance of the. Of uh, Ferris Street Festival.
1: Ah, I love that collaboration. Love it. That is so exciting. Well, Mr. King, thank you for making time to be on the show today. I know you've got a lot going on this weekend. Uh, for folks who want to learn a little bit more, want to uh, find out about tickets and, and you know, all those other details, can you tell them where to go?
3: Most certainly. If they will go to Ferris Street Heritage Festival.com, Uh you will get uh, the information about the lineup, the time, the uh, amount of money and where tickets can be purchased but an overall view of information uh, that uh, will help you make a determination to make sure you come to ferris street heritage
1: festival well thank you so much uh, for being on the show today it's time to take a quick break but we do want to thank uh mr lee king executive producer of the 37th annual ferris street heritage festival for being on the show today Uh, we're going to take a break but if you have something going on in your community we want to hear from you it's 877 mpb ring We're going to talk about sort of a roundup of events around the state when we get back, and then we'll have musician Libby Ray Watson. This is Next Stop Mississippi.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Now, if you're just joining us, we uh, just got off the phones with Mr. Lee King. We talked about the 37th Annual Ferris Street Heritage Festival in Jackson. Miss Jody is the headliner, and it is sure to be a wonderful celebration, as it has been for, goodness, almost the past 40 years. Uh, The Mississippi Science Festival is this weekend uh, in the Lafleur's Museum District uh, in Jackson. So lots happening in the capital city and uh, a wonderful time of year uh, to get together to celebrate. It's not just football in the fall, friends. There is uh, so, so much happening around Mississippi. Now, if you uh, were with us before the break, we did have a trivia question. We asked you, uh, who was the actor that played Fred Hayes in the Apollo 13 movie. And uh, we have a winner, Jarvis Thompson uh, phoned in with the correct anter- answer. That actor is Bill Paxton. So congratulations, Jarvis. He's uh, Jarvis is from Vicksburg, but he's going to make his way over this weekend for the Mississippi Science Festival. Now, we also got a call from Scott Lyles in Pascagoula, who had the correct answer as well. So, uh, Scott, thanks for uh, calling in and thanks for your participation. Lots of fun to do this trivia. I'm not good at trivia, but I have friends who are very good at trivia um, and really like make a lifestyle of it. So maybe that's something I can work on in in the coming years. Now, uh, when we talked to Mary Alex Thigpen earlier today about the Mississippi Science Festival, we talked a lot about STEM education and and really what that means in terms of of building a workforce, a future workforce in Mississippi uh, that really is focused on technology and engineering and, and really the jobs of the future. Uh, so that brings me to, to talk a little bit about um, about an event coming up next week. On Thursday, September 28th, Mississippi Today is hosting a panel on brain drain in Mississippi. And now this is a, a, a sort of an epic issue uh, for our state because Mississippi is losing more millennials than any other state. Now, when I talk about millennials, I'm talking about people born between 1981 and 2000. So This is kind of like your, uh, I was born in 1981, so I'm 36. This is kind of your, uh, 18 to 35, 36 year olds. Um, so Mississippi is, is losing millennial population. So, uh, as we think about the future of the state, we want to think about, uh, what the reasons are behind this, how we can, uh, change the, these statistics and, and keep our wonderful, talented young people that are educated here in the state, uh, to grow and, and just continue, um, good work in Mississippi. So I want to invite people to come out. That is um, Thursday, September 28th in Murrah Hall, room 202 on the Millsaps campus. Uh, At 830, things will get started with sort of a networking breakfast, uh, coffee, continental breakfast, conversation, and then the panel will begin at 9. Dennis Moore, the co-editor of Mississippi Today, will moderate that panel, which will feature Jake McGraw of Rethink Mississippi. He's really uh, sort of an expert in this topic, as well as Mary Claire Perry with Seaspire, who has some really interesting and exciting programs in place to keep Mississippi youth in Mississippi, talented Mississippians in Mississippi. So a wonderful conversation, free and open to the public. We want to encourage everyone to come out uh, for the Brain Drain panel next Thursday, September 28th. Now, Lots of good things happening in Mississippi this weekend, as always, but there were so many good things happening this weekend that I just couldn't narrow it down to one thing. So I'm going to talk about a few more um, events happening around the state that you can get involved in. And one is uh, Saturday's uh, International Gumbo Festival. Now, uh, gumbo festival, two things that I certainly enjoy. And I know a lot of you do too. And, uh, that's coming up. It's, it's Saturday, September 23rd in Smith Park in Jackson. The gates open at 11 and the music starts at 12. So if you want to get out and, uh, and sample that good gumbo, I think you really need to get there around 11 when the gates open. There are activities for children taking place. Uh, the great mosaic artist Teresa Haygood will be there, um, making a red bean mosaics with the kids. So that's a lot of fun. And then, of course, as every year, uh, the big uh, draw is is the actual gumbo cooking competition. So um, I am always impressed with anyone that can make uh, any dish in really large quantities, but watching people make a roux in like a, you know, 15-gallon bucket really impresses me. So if you're into that sort of thing, too, then this is the spot for you. Uh, so the Gumbo Fest was established back in 1992. It's been around for a long time, kind of moved around a little bit, but uh, moved back to Smith Park in 2013. And uh, Smith Park is is really looking great. It's a, our great downtown Jackson green space and so if you haven't been there in a minute it's definitely time to get over there and check it out but a wonderful lineup of music at gumbo fest this year uh, the big headliner is is our friends from over in New Orleans the dirty dozen brass band can't beat that you also can check out Amanda Shaw Southern Avenue and then Bill and temperance uh, we know Bill Ellison don't we so I uh, want to get out uh, and enjoy this great weather have some gumbo hear some music maybe do a little dancing so uh, I also jackson this weekend is a, a great opportunity to learn more about the capital city with more than a tourist jackson city tour now this is sort of a, an interesting concept that i thought you might want to know about um it's a bus tour of jackson so you know we often talk on next stop mississippi about being a tourist in your own town being a tourist in your own backyard so uh the more than a tourist. Uh, Jackson City Tour um, offers uh, attendees an opportunity to learn about Jackson's history, uh, particularly in the neighborhoods of downtown Jackson, Bellhaven, Midtown, and Fondren, so uh, sort of that uh, central part of the capital city. Uh, You can uh, take this tour on a a really nice air-conditioned bus. Uh, There's also um, uh, uh, refreshments provided, as well as, of course, a great um, history and um, overview of this uh interesting capital city that we have. So, uh if you're into architecture, if you're into history, uh a great option for you to spend your weekend and not a whole lot of uh walking involved, you know. You'll uh, get to see some sites, you'll hop on and off the bus. So, um a, a wonderful, fun uh way to fill your weekend. And now uh later after the break, we are going to have on uh the great musician Libby Ray Watson uh to tell us more about uh the Sam Chapman Blues Festival in Hollandale, but um This is a a long-going festival, the Sam Chapman Blues Festival, and if you're not familiar with Sam Chapman, I encourage you to look him up. He was the sort of leader of the Mississippi Sheiks, a really interesting blues but string music band um, from... Back in the day, I don't know if Scott Barrett on Highway 61 Blues could tell us all about that. Uh, but um, as always, they're planning a wonderful festival this weekend in Hollandale, uh, one of those authentic hometown blues festivals. And and things kick off today, Friday, September 22nd, and they go through Saturday. Uh, wonderful lineup: Cedric Burnside Project, the Grammy-winning Cedric Burnside is uh, is on the on the list. We've got Libby Ray Watson, Blue Mother Tupelo, the wonderful husband wife duo that. really rocks Nathaniel Kimball big John Horton band Uh, it's going to be a wonderful weekend in Hollandale so make sure to get out so we're going to take a quick break and when we get back we'll introduce our musician guest Libby Ray Watson and this is Next Stop Mississippi here on MPB
0: Informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and a state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio.
1: Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller here in studio today. Kamel King is out on assignment. We miss him, though. Uh, it's been a great show today. We've been learning a lot about some... A real variety of events happening around Mississippi. The Mississippi Science Fest is taking place this weekend at the Lafleur Museum District. Uh, a great opportunity to bring out your kids and your family and friends to learn about science and also meet an astronaut. Uh, talk to a robot. Get your hands dirty with some elephant toothpaste. Those are things you just don't get to do every day. We also talked to Mr. Lee King about the 37th annual Ferris Street Festival, which is happening uh, on Saturday on Ferris Street after uh, the JSU home game um, against the Golden Lions of Arkansas Pine Bluff. So that's an exciting thing happening this weekend, a a wonderful uh, community effort there. Uh, And if you, you know, if you aren't going to go for the great music, then you really just need to go for big apple in and um the pig ear sandwich which you know i know a lot of people are fans of i've tried it it's not my thing but they do have these uh sandwiches called smokes that are like little sausage sandwiches that i prefer so i think there's uh, something for everyone you can find there um But a a great weekend ahead. As I mentioned before the break, uh, lots of wonderful things happening around Mississippi. Uh, September and October really sort of kick off what is a great festival uh, season in our state. Uh, The temperatures cool down. Maybe the mosquitoes subside a little bit. So it's a a wonderful excuse to get out, enjoy your friends, enjoy some music and some art. Uh, Last night I mentioned I was at the Symphony at the Cedars, uh, which was a, a really fun evening of 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 experiencing a symphony in an outdoor space, which is uh, just uh, a sensory experience that uh, is like no other. Uh, there were there was a lot of good music in Jackson last night, though, with Dwight Yoakam and, and Brandon and then the, the Avet Brothers, the popular avet Brothers also uh, here in Jackson. Uh, again, um, the Mississippi Brain Drain Panel is September 28th. at Millsaps College, it starts at 8.30 a.m. Uh, going to be a really interesting conversation that I think is uh, important to everyone. Uh, the Gumbo Festival is also this weekend in Jackson and um, uh, many other things happening. Now, the Cast of Blues is going to be at the DeSoto Arts Council uh, this uh, this weekend. This is an ongoing exhibit. It comes down in October, though, so if you are not familiar with um, the work of Sharon McConnell and her wonderful blues masks that she does, literally laying clay on the faces of our treasured blues artists and creating a, 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 an exact replica of someone's face, it's, it's just a really beautiful, um, beautiful um uh, uh, Beautiful artwork, just an incredible and one-of-a-kind sort of artwork. Um, this weekend, um, there's a, a poker run um, at the, the crew of Fat Mama's Tamales in Natchez, and uh, that takes place uh, on Saturday and Sunday uh, in Natchez. So another uh, great thing to check out this weekend. Um Now this this event um, I believe takes place tonight the ninth annual Water Valley Arts Crawl. Now uh, Water Valley is one of those communities that we talk about a lot in Mississippi's creative economy and Mississippi's creative story. Uh, What was probably and still is a bit of a sleepy little town has really become a hub for creative people uh, in Mississippi. And so uh, once a year they kind of everyone opens their studios they maybe open their homes and they invite people. uh, to see their work, to see their spaces and really ask questions and get involved with the art. So uh, ninth Annual Water Valley Arts Crawl happening this weekend. Really exciting um, thing. Now, you know, uh, there's a a brewery in Water Valley um, called Yalla Brewery. I'm a fan. It's a really cool space. And I saw online this week where um, a little coffee shop has opened sort of in the front of the brewery. It's called Heartbreak Coffee. And I'm a big coffee fan. So uh, I think I'm, the next time I'm headed north, I'll just pull in there for a latte. I bet they do a little uh, latte homebrew combo, maybe. I, I bet I can ask about that. So um, I want to go to the lines and bring into the show Libby Ray Watson. She's our musical guest today. Uh, welcome, Libby Ray.
4: Hey, good morning. How are you doing?
1: I'm wonderful. Thank you for making time to be with us this weekend. You are a a rambling woman. You've been up and down the state this week, and I I know you're headed over to Hollandale soon.
4: That's right. I'm up in Clarksdale right now, but I'm headed down to Hollandale. Uh, I'm going to go this afternoon so I can get in and and enjoy some Blue Mother Tupelo, and then tomorrow is the full day, so we're going to have a big time.
1: Well, uh, Libby Raid, uh, it's really fun and a treat to have you on the show. We don't uh, we don't have enough female blues musicians on Next Stop Mississippi, so uh, I'm really uh, glad to have you here. And I'd love to tell our listeners a little bit about, a little more about you. Now, you kind of caught the blues bug early on, but you didn't just sort of catch it in a in a halfway uh, sort of effort. I mean, it, it got you 100%. Huh.
4: Yeah, both feet, full, full in. I, I I dove right in for a little girl down on the Mississippi coast. It was, it was a, a, a new territory, I guess, you know. Uh, but uh, I, I'm, I'm, it's like I was born into it. I, I I can't explain it. I I didn't go looking for the blues, you know. They were just they 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 found me. Um,
1: now, and, and your story goes that you uh, were kind of like, uh, you know, thumbing through a bookstore and you found a book on the blues and you saw pictures of the blues. You read stories about the blues. And, and that is really what sort of uh, wet your appetite for the music.
4: That's exactly right. It was the local music store in Pascagoula, Mississippi, called Bird's Music. And they had uh, a book in there that had this great picture of uh, I didn't know who at the time, but it was Sun House, you know, with that steel national guitar and I was just I bought the book immediately and and got home and started uh looking through all the great photographs, people like Mr John Hurt and these great songs, hot coffee blues, and stuff. I was just I said, I gotta know more, <laughs> you know
1: and and so, you. Yeah. And you did. I mean you you literally uh sort of took off and started uh exploring and documenting the blues in in Mississippi. You kinda of drove north from your home uh there in Pascagoula and, and really dug in.
4: I did. Actually I got I got north by uh entering dental hygiene school in Jackson. Yeah, well, I I was a dental hygienist for thirty years along with this blues and music stuff I did. So um Uh, That's where I got into the music scene and met people who knew about some of these people. And one of the guys I met, later married, was a man named Bobby Ray Watson. And Bobby and I got together, and we started going um, around to people like Johnny Woods, Furry Lewis. These were people he already knew from up in where he was from in North Mississippi and uh, introduced me to them, and then together we also met uh, many others, people like especially Sam Chapman.
1: Now, and Sam Chapman is, is really a big part of your heart. So how did you meet him? I mean, who introduced you to Sam Chapman?
4: Uh, Me? I walked up, knocked on his door. <laughs> <laughs> that simple. Just walked up, knocked on his door
1: and and you though you write that it really was sort of like an immediate connection, you two had a really special relationship, not just as sort of a apprentice andpren- printi- uh you know, it wasn't just an apprenticeship, it was a friendship
4: right that's right we were We were close friends, and uh it was funny that first day we were asking him about uh, when he was born because there's there's a lot of dispute about his birth year that's it's documented all over his eighteen ninety seven but he said, no, I was born 1899. And I said, well, everywhere it says 1897. He said, I ought to know when I was born. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, 1899, January 10th. So, well, my birthday is January 5th. And so I told him that, and he said, well, you five days older than me. <laughs> I said, well, not really. <laughs> That's... I was born in 1954, not 1899. Wow. Yeah. We hit it off from, yeah, we hit it off from, from that moment on, just, uh, you know, his eyes lit up, they had the twinkle in his eye, and stories started coming, and it was just, you know, I said, I got I got to have more, <laughs> I got to have more. So we, we struck up a friendship that included just, you know, coming up to his house, hanging out, didn't care if he played the guitar or not, you know, it didn't matter. Right. So we would, just, uh, we would just hang out and talk, visit, you know. Uh, well, Libby Ray, well.
1: What, one of the songs that uh, you mentioned to me uh, when we were corresponding that you learned from Sam Chapman is called Whiskey Blues, and we're going to play it for our listeners, but can you can you talk a little bit about this song?
4: Uh, well, it was just one of those songs, you know, back then I was a, I was the little shy girl in the corner with a room full of guys trying to learn the guitar lick, and this was one of those things that Sam said, I want her to learn this one. You know, in other words, all you guys get out of the way. <laughs> so I stepped up there and he started playing that song, and I was like, "Whoa, I don't, I don't know if I can do it like that, Sam." But I don't think I can play that like you do. And he said, well, you ain't supposed to. You ain't me." Wow. <laughs> I said, okay, that's good.
1: Well, we'll take a, a minute to listen to Whiskey Blues, but stay on the line, Libby Ray. We'll, uh, we're I'm gonna here. come back to you.
4: All right. I got the wash for you got the tub. I got the wash for you got the tub. Let's stick them together, let's rub, rub, rub. I got the whiskey, you got the gin. I got the whiskey and you got the gin. Let's both of us drink. We'll get drunk again. Oh hey, whiskey, what's it, gin? Hey, whiskey, what's a gin? Let's both of us drink. We'll get drunk again, yes, and it don't make me no difference, just how drunk you may be. Just say you don't hold back, baby, old oh, man from make it with me. yeah. I got the whiskey and you got the gin. I got the whiskey and you got the gin. Let's both of us drink. We'll get drunk again, alright.
1: Now, if you're just joining us, uh, you're listening to a tune uh, by Libby Ray Watson. She's our musical guest today on Next Stop Mississippi. And uh, Whiskey Blues is a song that she learned from uh, her great mentor, Sam Chapman, who we're celebrating this weekend at the Sam Chapman Blues Festival in Hollandale. Now, uh, Libby Ray, you were uh, named the Blues Artist of the Year in 2016 by the Indianola Blues Society. That's nothing to sneeze at. Those folks in Indianola know their music. Um, also, one of the top artists uh, named by SIP Magazine in 2015, and, and I know that, um you know, people know Libby Ray, they know your music, they know the Liberators and the band, but what a lot of people might not know about you is, is you're really an incredible photographer. Some of the images you are sharing from those early days with Sam Chapman and all those other wonderful musicians you named are really moving. Well,
4: you know, the, the sad thing about all those old pictures is I lost so many in Hurricane Katrina. Hundreds of pictures and 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 field recordings. So, um, you know, I had so many more. But thank you for that. I don't consider myself a great photographer. I take pictures.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was fair enough. Well, I'm so sorry to hear about that loss. Those um, images and and voices are that just hard to hard to take for sure. Um, now, Libby Ray, uh, this weekend I know you've been involved with the festival for a long time. Were you there at the beginning?
4: Well, the beginning's hard to say because, uh, you know, we used to do a thing called Summerfest that really kind of turned into the Sam Chapman Festival. It was to celebrate Sam, but it was called Summerfest. And, uh, I, and I played at a couple of those, I believe, and then there was a long period where I was on the coast doing completely different music with my band, the Liberators, and uh, I didn't make it back up to the Delta for a while, you know, so... I don't know if they had many more of those Summerfest things going on before the, the Sam Chapman Festival cranked back up. But I've been there pretty much ever since they started calling it the Sam Chapman Festival, yeah.
1: Well, that's great. And and as you said, you know, music gets started today and, and continues through tomorrow. I believe your set is tomorrow, Saturday, at 1 p.m. Is that
4: right? Oh, I think it's at 3. At 3, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe that's at 3 tomorrow, so I hope it is. I better look again, but I think that's what where-
1: <laughs> <laughs> People just need to get there early, you know, come enjoy the full day. Now, um, you know, but outside of the great music, uh, what can people expect tomorrow? Can you tell us a little bit about the atmosphere there?
4: Uh, oh, the festival itself is one of the most fun festivals because it truly is Hollandale. I mean, the people in Hollandale come out for uh, for this festival. Like, <laughs> it's just great. It's a hometown feel. Everybody's everybody's friends. Everybody's everything. It's just you know, small right there in downtown Hollandale. You, you just can't beat those kind of festivals. I mean, I like you know, I like the big festivals that bring in big entertainment and all. But uh, there's something to be said for these small hometown things. They're just genuine. You know, they're just more real and unique. I think you know.
1: Well, uh, the website says that uh, the day really begins Saturday at 10 a.m. with gospel, and I would imagine that's probably a local group.
4: Yeah, I would guess so, too. I'm not familiar with with them, but uh, with who it was. I think Roy sent me something saying it, but uh, I wasn't familiar with them. But I'm sure it's always good. I've been there when the gospel groups played. It's great. You know, it's a great way to crank up the day. And it goes on, you know, we're going to be, uh, you know, Cedric and, and Trenton Ayers, Cedric Burnside. I can't wait to hear them. It, it, you know, this Nathaniel. There's so many great uh, musicians there. That it's just phenomenal for a small little downtown Hollandale. That's know? right. And I, I swear, <laughs> you know, if Sam were if Sam was still here with us, he he wouldn't believe it himself. <laughs>
1: Now, um, again, want to encourage folks to come out to Hollandale this weekend for the Hollandale Blues Festival. As the website says, bring your appetite and feel great. I mean, it's just that simple. Uh, now, uh, Libby Ray, as we, as we leave out the show today, we're going to take folks out with your song, Is You Is. We really appreciate you making time to call in today and, and, and have a great weekend. Enjoy your, uh, your time back home in your second home in Hollandale.
4: Yeah, okay, well thank you so much I'm going to be roaming the Delta here for the next month So I hope I see some of you somewhere Please come say hello
1: that's right. That's right. So, uh, thank you, Libby Ray Watson. Uh, this song that we're going to go out with is actually, uh, You Don't Know My Mind. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, it's been a great day on Next Stop Mississippi. So thank you, listeners, for joining us today. We talked with Mary Alex Thigpen about the Mississippi Science Fest, Lee King with the 37th Annual Heritage Street Festival, and then, of course, the great Libby Ray Watson has been with us just now. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and was produced by Michelle McAdoo. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, and I hope you'll join us next week for another amazing road trip on Next Stop Mississippi. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women uh, coming up next on MPB Think Radio.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.